Well, guys, welcome back. Another episode of the Slinging Stones podcast. I am Andy, and there is Luke. Sleepy Luke. It is It is early in the morning, but... I'm, I'm sleepy Luke. It, it's not that early. It's only 8 o'clock. But, um, so, uh, we've got a special episode today. We've got an um, awesome opportunity. Um, we're going to bring him on here in just a minute. Um, Coach, Coach slash Senator Tommy Toberville is going to be joining us. Uh, for a little bit of time, not much. We've got about 14, 15 minutes with him. He is a busy dude. Um, but uh, let's let's before we get him in here, before we get him on, let's let's talk about some of the things that's coming up. <clears throat> so, um, Luke set the bar way too high, and 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 I crashed underneath it. Oh, <laughs> man, you did fantastic. But no, we 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 did have the opportunity to go and speak at Shiloh, um, Shiloh Baptist in Clanton. Um, very very uh, great people, great congregation. We're very loving and welcoming and encouraging. Uh, so we're praying for them, uh, for them to find uh, their next pastor. Uh, Friday, I, I heard uh, that uh, Pastor Derek's aunt gave us a good report. Did she? Yeah. Yeah, via text message that we didn't we didn't blow it up. Well, we didn't stink. Right. Uh, tomorrow, the, I like the way you I like the way you caked that up. Oh, yeah. That's definitely not how it's handed to us. <laughs> it's not how it's handed. Um, so, but if you missed uh, the survival conference, um, man. man, so Grayson Grayson took it to a whole other level. Presented just an amazing uh, presentation of the gospel, and then Jim Vanstinghouse, the Bear Man, he dominated. Um, a sermon too. I think what Saturday night was 16? 16, 16 salvations. And then um, several rededications, several rededications. Um, the uh, look, you can't leave out Fuzzy, no. Fuzzy did a good oh, job. Oh, Fuzzy, Fuzzy, man, it was funny because he changed every time he got yeah. on stage. And I told him uh, from the seat, I said, I'm colorblind, but something's different. Something's different. The patterns are off. You're like I a mean, deer. Wait, you're, wait, like, wait. you're like a deer. Yeah, I was. Um, I was stomping and blowing at him and snorting. And then Sunday morning, we didn't get a chance to be there live, but um, really, really cool. I watched uh, it on live stream. Yeah, I, wa- I, listen, I listened to it. As I was driving uh, home, the way Mama Shiloh. Bear brought it home and tied everything together yeah. with her portion of it, and the way they just made it flow, like he, you know, he would tell a little bit of what he was going through, and then he would say, "Okay, now tell us what you were going through at the same time." And it was really like a movie, yeah, playing out. I was, I was starstruck, man. I was when I was watching it live on the on YouTube, um, man. I was just fanboying. I yeah. was just curled up, starry eyed, lost in the moment. So yeah, it, it it was really cool. Um, I think uh, Sunday morning had some salvations and had had a big draw, um, but really fun. Uh, a lot of guys came. A lot of door prizes. Um, a lot of food. A lot of, a lot food. of food got ate. Um, if you left that event hungry, it was nobody's fault but your own. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then so tomorrow night, Friday, March first. Down in uh, Starrett, in Starrett, Alabama, we will be um, we'll be down there at six thirty to the um, Starrett Church's Men's Conference. So, the, not Men's Conference, Men's Event. That's going to be an outdoor event. So, bring a chair, 
Uh, come hang out. And a jacket. Uh, and a jacket. It probably will just be a little bit cold. And a rain and a rain jacket. And a rain jacket. I do not know what the the process is if we get in some rain, but that's okay. So tomorrow night, 6.30 at 360 Whipperwheel Road in Vandiver, Alabama. Um, if you come, it's, you know, just we're, it's going to be a great outdoor meeting. A bunch of guys are going to be there. We're going to be cooking, going to be eating. Um, Luke's going to be there. He's going to be chewing the fat with uh, everybody I'm going to be around. chewing more than that. I'll, I'll be chewing some steaks. steaks. Um, I'll be there. I'll be speaking, and, you know, we'll have – uh, as of right now, our buddy, uh, our buddy Justin, uh, will be there too. From what I've heard right now, oh Justin's coming. Oh, oh Taylor's coming. So JD, so come check us out. And then um, March tenth is Cultivate Men. Uh, let me go find that post real oh, quick. Yeah, Cultivate Men. That's always a good time. It is, man. The they, pastors Brandon always do a phenomenal job. They do an unbelievable job. So Cultivate Men is uh, March tenth. Uh, it usually starts around five, um, around five at, at the Alabaster campus of cultivate, which is right next to crunch fitness. So it's going to make you feel really guilty when you go eat all that food, but not me. Not go, me. go join, uh, the worship time is always good. Um, the message is always good. And the, you know, the, uh, theme of this one right here is no regrets. Um, is, is, is the other Brandon, speaking or I think it's Matthews. I think it's Matthews that's speaking. Um, but it, I, it could be wrong. It could be Dawes. Um, I have He I'm spoke not sure. last time, didn't he? I thought the military guy did. Oh wait, yeah, we've been to so many of them. Yeah, we've we we lose track of them. But <clears throat> um, so that one right there. So if you come show up looking for all the Thrive guys, um, Luke will probably Luke Luke will be probably the him and him and him and Big Dog Mitsubishi will probably be the only ones there. Loser. So, um, <laughs> you're scared. You're scared. Um, Just admit that you're scared of Jenny Lynn. Absolutely frightened. As you should be. I'm proud of you. Great. <laughs> that's a great executive decision. Uh, but other than that, though, right now, like nothing really is, is, uh, shooting out on the calendar after that. Uh, we'll look at it and see what's coming up. Yeah. If you got something you want us to come to, man, let us know. Yeah. We'd love to come hang out, come, uh, and eat your food, eat your food, hang out and just, um, and I mentioned we'll come eat your food. We'll come eat your food and we'll, we'll show up early and talk to you and eat while you're cooking. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll sample. Yeah. We're kind of like cup so, bears. So if we you, can be cup bears for people, no, but if you wanted the example of who we are and what we do, um, we're kind of like, um, stray dogs. No, we're kind of like the dogs in the kitchen. We sit there and wait for something to drop. Yeah, tails Oh, my wagon. goodness, by the way, I almost forgot. Liberty Hill, March 9th. I didn't know about that They one. are having uh, their sportsman's banquet. Uh, oh, yeah, that's where I met the bear man the so, first time. So, and, and I, um, hang on, I, I saw it the other day. Hang on, guys, I know this is really unprofessional, but that's what we do. We are unprofessional. So, Saturday, March 9th, um, the whole family's invited to this right here. Uh, kids, uh, game slash competition is at 3 p.m. Wild game supper at 5 p.m. And the speaker is Robert Rhodes. He's a sports enthusiast and it's the sportsman's spectacular. So free event for the whole family, Liberty Hill Baptist church. It's at 5,800 County road, 37 Clanton, Alabama. Yeah. We, we know who won't be going to that one. <clears throat> I will not be at that one either. Uh, I will be out of town because I know I was at that one by myself last year. Yeah, uh, what's all, all by myself? What's our What's our buddy's name? Uh, big which, guy. Which buddy? Dylan. Dylan. Dylan from down there. Oh, runs yeah, the yeah, men's yeah. ministry. So, so go 
you know, scream at Dylan, say what up. When you him. say big guy and our buddy, we, we have you, a lot. We have a lot of meat. That or we're really tiny. We got a. I mean, but, but um, you look at the size of Jeff Evans, Jeff Cobb, Jeff Taylor. Uh, Clint Manlove is not a small. Je- who's man. Jeff Taylor? Justin Taylor. Oh, Golly, gosh. all the Jeffs got. I was thinking of the other day, big hall Samsonite. Yeah. You were way yeah. off, right? Um, but right. if you see, I mispronunciated a word. If you see, uh, if you see Dylan, uh, and you heard about it for through this show, just tell them the Thrive guy, Slinging Stones, sent him over there, sent you over there. But check out these events. If you're a man, <clears throat> you know, especially the one at Liberty Hill. Just we'll go on a little side tangent just for a minute. But especially Liberty Hill. So if you've got an opportunity where, as a man, you feel a little insecure about going into a men's event by yourself with a bunch of other men, we get that. There's there's that little territorialness that's in that's embedded in, in embedded in us. So did you say embedded? Embedded, I did. It's early in the morning. Interesting. <clears throat> that's Andy at the Thrive Minister. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to think that one over. So, <laughs> so, but when the whole family can be involved and kids can oh, be yeah. playing games, man, yeah. it just makes it a little bit easier. But be the man to lead your family to that event. That's that right. is what you're supposed to do. So step up, step up, step out, be that guy. Um, just remember, God equips the called. That's right. He will equip you if He's called you to go to this event. So, um. But also, once again, you got to keep checking out our boys, the Caleb's. They are rocking podcast and showing their mugs all over some video screens. Um, they, have, I'm kind of hating on them for their YouTube stuff. They're graduate. They've graduated up to a next level of platform. Is it, is it kind of like we should look at them and go, "Oh, look how much they've grown"? No, they're like, doing. I mean, like parents, you know, do we look at them like that? Well, I, maybe we ought to look at it as the 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 the. The proud dad, but don't want to show it. Or what? You know what that, that we, one dad says about time. What if we look at them as you know direct competition? You know, like I don't think it like, is like a, like the old line and the new line, and you got these two. So new do you lines. think we should have a fight? I mean, I'm down. It'd be like the anchor man scene. Yeah, I'm down. No touching of the face <laughs> or the hair. So um, check them out. Uh, check out Surrendered on Saturday thanks, mornings. Thanks for taking my mind down that rabbit trail. Uh, <laughs> uh, check out the Surrendered show on the Gospel uh, Piper Peach Gospel app. It is early in the morning. I am. I'm struggling. Uh, Piper Peach Gospel app. Download it. Check out the shows there. Um, Justin and Bert and all of them are doing a great job. But. Um, there's those. Don't forget about Micah over there at uh, Christian Warriors Church. Yeah. Um, Pastor Micah's been bringing the heat. You know, if, if if Bojo is really listening to this, and we're going to challenge this, we're going to test this, we're going to test this little bait right here. We're going to bait this thing. If Bojo's really listening, Bojo will send me or you an email. Andy at thethriveministry.com or Luke at thethriveministry.com. Why, why are you trying to just hate I'm just No, I'm just trying to see if Bojo's listening. You, you because did. Micah said that Bojo listens to everything. Said said that, that is his, he's the podcast guy. He's the podcast guy. And I just want to test if we're being told a story. Look, maybe we need to, maybe we need to invite Bojo on the podcast. That's right. That would be a you good think, one. You think, you think Mike is his handler and won't let him come on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, look, I, I can text Micah and say, hey, look. We dare him. Look, like feel, a bunch of twelve year olds. I dare on, you. Hold on, hold on. Could I could I tell a funny story on me that we talked about yesterday? Well, what's that got to do with Bojo? I, but you talked about texting Micah. Okay, okay. So, go ahead. So Luke Luke is kind of Luke has. I've given Luke free reign. You go after podcast guest. He he got Tuberville. So, but I said, hey, go after go 
talk to the redeemed guys. And Luke goes off and sends an email, and he's like, yeah, I got an email back. I'm like, oh, I could have given you a cell phone number. <laughs> right? <laughs> I could have given you a cell so phone number. So then, I, then I email back like a dork. Andy has his number. Uh, he'll be in touch with it was probably It was probably Nathan that emailed you. Sorry about mm-hmm. bothering you. I'm sorry, man. It just didn't register to I'm me. Going to I, I think and you know I, what they're thinking. Do these guys actually talk to each other? Because we tell you know we tell people, oh, we talk two, three times a day, a couple hours a day, and then it's like, how, how do you how do you miss that one? Yeah, I mean Nathan texts me texts me all the time. I mean, I, I texted him. I don't know. He's so a, so I'm gonna just say, don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing. Absolutely, absolutely. So so, so mind your business. <laughs> You worry about who you worry about, and I'm gonna worry about who I worry about. So how about how about we just we 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 go ahead and get this uh this old special guest up. Let's in here. light this candle. So um, so yeah, super excited about this. And uh, is, it, is this where you do the re- disclaimer that some of the portions of this broadcast were pre-recorded? Yeah. So if you're listening to this portion to the Tuberville interview, because here in just a minute. Yeah, he's not on right he's now. He's not on right now. So we're about 20 minutes behind him right now. He is way more important. Than to listen to our yeah, 10, we, 10 or 20 we minutes are, of trash. We are so going to try this, and it's so going to fail, but we're going to make it happen. Dun, dun, dun. All right, guys. Y'all enjoy the interview. Guys, we'd like to welcome in the coach, the senator, Mr. Tommy Tuberville. Mr. Tuberville, how you doing? Good morning. What's going on? Oh, blessed, blessed. I got Luke with me right here across the table from me. Hey, how you doing, coach? Good morning, sir. I'm doing good. Glad to be on with you guys. Beautiful day here in Washington, D.C., and I uh, hope it's beautiful back there in Alabama. Well, it's a little cold and cloudy, but we're going to deal with it today. We're going to deal with it. We're going to turn our heat up hey, and stay we, inside. Yeah, we can smell spring. You can smell it. <laughs> That's right. Well, I guess we'll, let's get started. So, you, you know, we're a faith-based podcast, and, you know, stories that, that I've heard, Luke has heard, is you brought on – at Ole Miss and then at Auburn, you brought on a full-time chaplain, like the first to do it. Um, what what brought on that right there to make that chant, that stance and that position um, so important to your coaching staff? Well, we, we turn out so many leaders uh, through sports and out, uh, throughout our country because they learn how to lead, they learn how to uh, follow, they learn how to win, lose, work, work ethic, time restraints and all those. But the one thing a lot of times that they don't get on the sports level is some kind of faith-based guidance. And so what I wanted to do is bring in somebody, full-time team chaplain. We started this at at Ole Miss. And just kind of bring the players together and and talk about the Bible, talk about faith, and talk about the future, and talk about things that that have made this country great, and also can, can bring people together in a common goal. And I'm going to tell you, it was the best thing I did in coaching. And uh, it brought so many of our young kids together, so many of our kids to Christ. So many kids were baptized. Uh, had a young man by the name of Wes Yuri who was around our players 24 hours a day, hand- handling different problems with his girlfriend, finance, uh, problems with teachers, professors, or even problems with me. You know, I- how can I handle this? Uh, you know, this is it's a lot harder than I thought and a lot harder it was in high school. So, uh, we brought uh, uh, Wes Yuri in. He did an outstanding job. They go to Auburn, and I couldn't get Wes to come. He said it wasn't time. God said it wasn't time for him to leave. And I brought uh, Chet uh, Williams in, 
And it's, I think it's been 20, this will be 25 years. He's having an anniversary there. And he saved so many lives and brought so many people to Christ and gave them an opportunity of a better future because most places don't have that. And I'm going to tell you this. After two years at Auburn, West Uri from Ole Miss called me and said, Coach, God's told me to come to Auburn. I said, wait a minute. I've already got Chet Williams. He said, I want to come there and train new chaplains. And so he didn't come as a chaplain per se. He came to train new chaplains. And from that, we started training four or five a year uh, on an academic basis. And now there's a chaplain in almost every university across the country, some coming from different areas. But the idea of it started from Ole Miss to, to Auburn. It wasn't me. It was God telling us to do something to make it better. And our, our, our country is becoming so godless. I think that more and more people that get involved in it, you know, through the sports arena, they will bring it to a lot of young kids that, that, that it will affect. Amen. Well, Coach, man, that, that's outstanding to hear. Um, I, love, I love the fact that so many teams have full-time chaplains now and that the chaplain is viewed as just as important as most of the other staff. But from a career perspective in your career, uh, how has your, your, your faith driven you in your choices for your career? Well, it's been very big. Uh, and, of course, your family. you got to keep your family in mind. I wanted my kids to be around, uh, uh, obviously, sports. And if you're around sports, you learn a lot of different things. But I also wanted part of that to be, uh, you know, Christianity. So, but if we go back to that, to that uh, team chaplain idea, you got to remember, we didn't just didn't do it for football. Every sport had access to our team chaplain. That's right. And when we would have once a week, we would have Bible study on campus. Uh, we had just tons of girls come from, from all different sports. Uh, men come from other different sports. Coaches came. I'm going to tell you, it changed people's lives. And it wasn't anything that I did. It was something that that we were basically uh, brought to through God. And it gave us a chance to meet and and bring up so many people through a Christian atmosphere, which sometimes it's not. And, uh, again, I was attacked by the Wall Street Journal. I was attacked by the New York Times uh, that we were doing it and, and uh, it was church versus state. You can't do it on a college campus. But we found ways to do it. We found ways to raise money. Now, one dime can't, comes from the university, still doesn't. It's all raised. Uh, we'd have uh, get-togethers. We'd have dinners. We raised Chet Williams and West Uri's uh, salary through all those uh, donations. And, uh, it, you know, we didn't want to break any rules. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you, I, I, you just got to give your hat off to, to people that want to get involved in something like this. And, and actually, uh, we've had former players now that came up through Chet Williams, one that actually had been to prison and now is a minister in a huge church. Absolutely. You, you can't, you can't put a, put a better scenario on an ending or something like that. Well, that is fantastic, man. That's, I mean, the more the more people that we can get led to Christ, get out of darkness and into the light, the better off this world is going to be. But yeah. now, you know, you you have made a huge career change from a coach to a U.S. senator, and have you found it difficult to to stand firm in your faith as a U.S. senator? Because I know that I have heard I follow you, uh, and and I know that you really get attacked because of your faith. I also know that you're very passionate and you have no no problem 
standing firm in what you believe in. But when it you're, and I would venture to say that you're in a fairly godless place in Washington D.C. with the way that things are currently going. But do you find it hard to just stand firm in the truth in your faith? Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I see, I, I see from all angles up here because we have people that represent every state in our country. And sometimes I think people forget that this country was built on Judeo-Christian values, uh, our Constitution. Uh, that's where our country started. Uh, but over 248 years, we've had a lot of attacks on God and Christianity uh, because they think they know better. Uh, that's, a, that's the direction we're headed into now. I mean, we, uh, we have uh, so many dissenters up here that, that, that want to change the way we're doing things. Uh, they don't want anything to do with Christianity. I don't know how we've got to this point. Uh, you know, we've, we've got people that, that uh, uh, don't want to talk about it. I mean, and if you don't want to talk about God, if you don't want to talk about Christianity, and you don't want to talk about our country was built on these, then I think you got a problem. Now, we do have huge problems in this country, you know, from all angles. Uh, we've made it 248 years. Not, never has a democracy uh, in this world made it this long. And uh, we're at a critical point right now. And, uh, you know, you heard yesterday that Senator McConnell, Leader McConnell is stepping down. He needed to. He's to the point after having a bad fall last year that he couldn't really do his duties. But I'm, I'm hoping that we get leadership in there that's going to bring some more Christian values to, to what we do as a group up here that represent uh, uh, conservatives and Republicans. Uh, the Democrats have a hard time with it. Uh, you never hear them talk about anything to do with the future. When you got when when they believe and vote for transgender sports, uh, men playing in women's sports, saying that men can have babies, uh, the tax uh, education don't want anything taught in our schools about about Christianity. Having pornography books in the library of, edu- of elementary schools, we got problems. We got huge problems, and it starts with the leadership from from Washington D.C. to the state level to the county level to the city level, and it's going to cause the the uh, destruction of the greatest country ever on the face of the earth. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, either we're going to get this going back again next year and take over the Senate and get a new president elected like President Trump that believes in, in Christianity, or we're going to get rock bottom and going to have to start this country over again. And I hope that doesn't happen. Do you, do you think, do you think that the reason Christianity is not embraced anymore is because it's just a, it's just a, they don't like the old school morals and ethics. They want to just re in, reinvent and reinstate a new morals and ethics clause, or is it just, is it a political driven idea? I think it's an idea. I think that, uh, it also goes back to education that, uh, uh, the Bible is, was taken out of the schools. Prayer was taken out of the schools back in the 1960s. I think that, uh, some people that are supposed to be leaders in this country that are, that are very visual, are, are, are actors, are, are singers, uh, some sports figures that have a satanic belief that would rather talk about bad things other than how to actually do things the right way. I mean, it's a we live in a an occult world right now with all this social media, and a lot of this, a lot of things that are taught on social media are not what you're what you would want your kids to read. Now, we didn't have that opportunity when we were growing up. You know, we That's right. we watched cartoons and we had to play outside. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, we did things that, 
that, and we were, we were, we weren't, weren't infiltrated by things that weren't Christ-like. But now, kids at a young age, even in their single digits, four, five, six, seven years old, have these phones that they, they see things, they read things, their teachers teach things, the library has things that are God awful. And, and again, if you're not going to teach the Bible, and if you're not going to have prayer in the school, then you're going to have huge problems because there's no relation to anything else other than what they read in, in some of these very, very poor uh, educated institution, educational institutions that we have now. Well, Coach, I know that you're a very busy man and we're up against a time crunch, but what I would love for you to do is in the last few minutes that we've got you here, if you could, would you just share some of your personal testimony with us? Sure. Uh, you know, when I grew up in a Christian home, uh, uh, I tell people if you were born in this country, you hit the lottery because it gives you a lot of opportunities. Okay. Uh, most countries don't. They say they do, but they don't. Uh, I, I'm afraid we're headed that direction. If you were born with two parents in this country, you hit the lottery again, which is huge because if you look at it right now, over half the kids in this country have one or no parents. I was fortunate to have two parents that were Christian that when the doors opened at the church, uh, at a young age, I didn't understand it, but we'd go. I went to Sunday school class. I was taught the Bible, not just in Sunday school, but at church and also the high school I went to. Uh, we were very patriotic. And so I got those beliefs early in life. I had, again, I had, I was very fortunate to have people that, that I was around. I went to church camps. Uh, I went to, I was in the Boy Scouts, Cub Scouts, but even in those institutions, which now you can't have, uh, you were taught faith-based ideas. And so because of that, I grew up and, uh, and my beliefs were built very young. And then what I turned around and there's times when you stray away from that and you come back because we live in a busy life, especially when you're out of college and you're trying to start your career, which I did. It took me forever to get my first break in college athletics. But the thing that, that kept me there was FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Fellowship of Christian Athletes is a faith-based sports program that, that is at every school. That has been attacked now from the left so many times, but it survived. Yes, sir. And so I'm a true believer in God. I believe that we're here for a purpose. I hope I've helped in that purpose in my 69 years I've been on this planet. Uh, I'm in the fourth quarter. I'm trying to make it to overtime in life uh, <laughs> in the next few years. Uh, you know, most people don't live. 7% of the people live over 65% years old, 7%. So uh, I'm, I'm just excited about being here, but I'm going to continue to push the, the values that I want to push in, in the areas that I'm in, unfortunately, up here that is not available that often, but, uh, it doesn't keep you from trying. So, uh, I want to thank y'all for letting me be on. And, and, uh, again, uh, when you're having problems, there's one place to reach for, and that's your Bible. Amen. Uh, and, amen. And that's for your faith. Well, coach, we, we are definitely praying for you. We're praying for our country. Uh, and we're praying definitely for all our leadership, especially up there in these times. And, and we're truly blessed that you took the time to come on and, uh, hang out with us for a couple of minutes. Thank you. God bless. Yes, Thank sir. You, coach. Man, good words, good uh, talking points from 
coach slash t- Senator Tuberville. I see I'm, now. Now I'm so confused. I don't know what to, I don't know what to call him. His, H- Hannah messed it up. Hannah told me to call him Coach. Okay. Well, what, I've got I an feel, email that I, feel, I asked her. No, I then. feel Coach is is yeah yeah that's good, but I feel the the due respect of Senator Senator. You know, well, that, you just broke out with, "Hey, Mister Tuberville." I'm like, wow. no, no, I, I said, "Coach slash Senator, Mister Tuberville," wow. but Mister Tommy Tuberville because I I'm including first names because I didn't want to get a Phil Waldrop time and get scolded, right? And I hit right. record, and you hit, and I, that's fantastic. <laughs> tell you what, Lance Ingram and Tommy Tuberville, they got it. They yeah. they got special treatment. I mean, they you know Rick, Rick Burgess, Rick, would be proud. Rick and Phil. I'm sorry. Yeah, they would they would be proud. They like, oh look how he's grown. You know, kind of like we were looking at the Caleb's, you know. Oh, look how he's grown. He's getting to be such a big boy now. Or like I said, about time. Right? Either one. <laughs> um, but no, guys, um, seriously. Uh, so the point of the point of having Coach Tuberville on was not a political game, not a political no. drawing. Yeah, that's why we um, didn't talk politics. We did not care. You look, that's, that's the great thing about freedom in this country. And what this country is built upon is the freedom to vote for who you feel is the best option in your mind. And you know what? We're not on here to sway any votes or anything like that. The only vote we're going to sway is your vote towards God and towards heaven. Um, well, I'll tell you what I wanted to do was I wanted, you know, I have followed his career. I've always been a fan of Coach Tubb, um, always. Even when he was at Ole Miss, I, I was a, you know, I was a low-key fan. Um. But since he's been in Washington, I really had my eye on him because I'll be full disclosure, I voted for him mm-hmm. with high hopes that he was going to do what he said and stand well, on his Christian in our, values. In our thought process, in our thought process and kind of where we stand, just you and I, we stand on the same kind of track. It was better. It was a lot better than the other option he had. Well, you know, the thing about it is, is he is in there and he is a, he is a, huge minority in the fact that he stands firm in what he truly believes. You know, we saw that with the, with the way that he held up uh, the bills that he did refusing to, to agree with them because they had the, the trans stuff in them. And we heard him talk about, you know, how uh, the federal government as a whole is trying is, is okay with polluting our children's minds. And we need as Christians, we need to vet, the people that we're voting for. We need to not only hear the words that are coming out of their mouth, but we need to see the fruits behind those words. Because, you know, salvation isn't gained by works. We know that, you know. But the Bible also tells us that faith without works is dead. So I firmly believe that Coach Tuberville, uh, Senator Tuberville, is doing exactly as he promised the people of Alabama that he would do, that he would bring his strong Christian values and morals to Washington, D.C. And we all know that darkness is simply the absence of light. And if we get more people like Senator Deberville that bring the light of Christ into Washington, it's going to start illuminating the darkness because Christianity is infectious. You know, when, when people start, it's one, like I said, it's one thing to hear it. But when they see you living out the life and not 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 dabbling in the things of the enemy, standing firm in your faith, it makes them take notice. Because you have to have a backbone to lead the nation. And it takes a backbone to be a Christian. You can't be a wet noodle Christian. 
You just can't be. You have to draw a line somewhere. And we've seen in his actions in Washington, we've seen him stand firm, and that's what we need to do. Uh, The more we can stand firm against the enemy, the more the enemy is going to flee. Absolutely. So, no, we we were truly, truly blessed. Um, Luke, Luke will flat out admit this, that he took a stab in the dark. Oh, he yeah. just he, he shot my shot, and and you know what? It it was really cool that we got that response. Um, and it's it's been it's been a blessing to see who we've gotten responses from, and to see who's came on the show already. Oh yeah, and even the ones that have said no have just been so cordial. Man, with you got to talk to Hulk Hogan. I got to talk to Hulk, brother. Man, hey, look, and I'm going to give a shout out to Miss Hannah. Uh, coach, oh, she did. She uh, did she, great. She stayed in contact with me. She was quick in response with emails. Um, she's called me over the last forty-eight hours a half a dozen times. Well, confirming things. Full transparency. Full transparency. It's it's super. It's super funny when someone because I do it all the time. I do it all the time because I have with what I do. There's people in Eastern time to me being Central oh, yeah. time, calling me an hour early, yeah. thinking that they were running late. What would have been real bad if you were asleep? Hello. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we're ready for the podcast. Yeah, hold on, let me wake Andy so, up. <laughs> but um, but no, it, it truly was a blessing. I do, I do want to give one shout out because I did have someone say that they spent six and a half hours catching up. Who? Wow, it's grass mowing season. Wow. It's grass mowing season. The lawnmower man has made a return. He, Welcome he, back, he, Nick. I mean, he came out of nowhere. He's like, man, I've been listening to your stupid voice for six hours. I called him to see if he wanted to do dinner Tuesday night. He's like, I've been listening to your stupid voice for six hours. What makes you think I want to talk to you right now? I'm like, <laughs> well, okay, 10-4. Welcome back, Nick Ducardi. <laughs> so, but uh, we did I, – I did – there were some there were some folks uh, that I saw Tuesday night. They, they did like the Lou Holtz deal. Um, they did like the 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 in integrating the uh the Lou Holtz into the <laughs> into the uh sound music. So, well, you know, I'm going to since I'm on this podcast and I know it's flowed a little bit different. I'm not going to have Nick busting my chops because we didn't present the gospel. Oh yeah, no, we're getting there. Yeah. So you know, I'm just I'm just you know reminding you <sighs> hit record, Andy. Yeah, you know. you know, hey, look, the red button. I, I look down. There are times with I'm so insecure about that. There are times I look down and go. Does red mean I've got a hit record, or does red mean I've hit record already? <laughs> so, is it recording now? What have I done? Because the last thing I want to do is get an hour into it, and then go, and we've uh, already, and we've already lost all this time and right. all this contact, and go, well, crap, we're not no episode today, guys. As Lexi would say, oopsies. You know, and I, I never, I don't want to jump the gun like so. Like I, I put out a Facebook post after the interview. Of- yeah, because somebody like Coach Tuberville. I mean, and, and, we, we and a, were on edge last night because yeah, he had, I got a phone re, call. Yeah, we had rescheduled, and man, it was it was on edge last night. Yeah. So you know, you're kind of just sitting around this morning, going, "Is something going to happen?" Because well, see, I just wonder if our local radio guy Jeff Tyson. I wonder if he was the one that almost bumped us because, like I said, when I pulled up in your driveway, I was listening to him being interviewed on a local radio station here in Birmingham by Jeff Tyson. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was at Coach Tuberville was absolutely on fire. Well, maybe maybe we were the maybe we were, we were the calming after that after that. Either deal. that, or he's looking at Hannah right now, going, "Don't ever do that to me don't again." You ever put two dumb don't rednecks you ever, from ever, Central ever. Alabama? 
long as you're breathing, do that to yeah. me again. Well, well, you know. Our, but, you know, he's reaching the masses with us. It's not like being on the radio you know, where he's reaching millions. Look, he's reaching tens of tens of people. I mean, hey, these ten people are important people. They are. They're I mean, constituency. Constituency. Is you is or is you ain't my constituency. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Oh, Pappy O'Daniel. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the Coach Tuberville O'Daniel Flower Hour. The flower. Oh, is that what we're going to call yeah, it now? Welcome to the Slinging Stones Flower Hour. The flower Hour. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know where that is. Is you is or is you ain't That's old brother Arthur. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, maybe we ought to put that sound by. You my constituency. <laughs> is uh, you is. No, there's a better one. No, but uh, when it comes to us, it should be thank God your mammy died giving birth. If not, <laughs> she'd have died of shame. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, but no, guys. No, with all seriousness, you know, uh, we have a lot of fun. We take some break. We take a lot of breaks with interviews and side topics. And the reason for that is, is there are some monotonous times when you get into just continual. Yes, you don't have to listen to our dumb voices for six straight yeah, hours. Yeah, six straight hours. You, you don't have to Nick, listen to somebody else's you know, dumb voice. You know, just just real quick, Nick, if you would have been on top of listening to episodes as they came out, you wouldn't have had to deal with that no, terrible especially trauma. Especially here lately. Yeah, I mean, we have been on point, though, here lately. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to honk my own horn because I'll end up with a flat tire. So, you, you, so I'm Luke's just been on time. Luke's been here. on time. We're here. Oh, <laughs> uh, but all right. Um, <laughs> So, but no, for all those that are out there, for all those that are listening. I'm just wondering how we transition from the trash we've been talking for the last 10 minutes into a gospel presentation. Well, I'm getting there. I was going there, and now you just earned it. Oh, earned. Earned. Um, but no, you know, we have guests on that are, that are, um, that have a background in faith, that have a stance in faith. Um, you know, I don't think, and I, I, I pray that, you know, if there ever comes a time where we have someone that does not have a stance of faith, um, if they're on this show, it is to talk and debate and 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 challenge uh, and be able to defend our faith. Um, so, with that being said, guys, for those that are out there, <clears throat> for those that may not know Jesus, that you're listening to this because you were hoping to hear a political conversation, or you were hoping to, you know, you, you're a Tuberville fan because of Ole Miss or Auburn or or Texas Tech or whatever it may be, or you're a Tuberville fan because of who he is as a senator, um, you heard a faith stance. And if that's missing in your life and you're hearing this and you're going, well, that was completely unexpected, and you feel this draw to this, man, don't hesitate. Don't don't hesitate. Take the opportunity. You were not guaranteed the next minute. We're not guaranteed the next second. Um, we could walk out of our house right now and a tree fall on us. And we definitely don't want to don't want to be unsure about our eternity that way. We want to be sure about our eternity. And there's a one way to be sure about that eternity, and that is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And accepting's easy. It's there's it's simple. It's 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 believing that Christ came down and lived on this world as a man, died on the cross for our sins, his blood washed away our sins, was buried in a tomb, and then three days later defeated death and rose. And now he's seated at the right hand of God. Guys, it is simple. It's praying that prayer that, God, you are my Savior. I want you as my Savior. You are the director of my life, as we heard last Saturday. Be the director of my life. You run your story through me. This is your story, God. I'm just the vessel that's run, that's running around here. 
you know, I I look at I look at last night, not going names or details, but last night one of our one of our uh, one of our awesome little second graders, he 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 uh, he submitted his life to Jesus, and he's Amen. gonna get and he's gonna get baptized, and he was gung ho about it. Soon as soon as soon as it was brought up about about, it, he goes, "I want to do this," and I talked to him. And he's like, no, no, I'm sure. And you know, he 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 was he was not fearful. He was bold. He stood his ground, and he and he wasn't ashamed. He was excited about it. And then when it was announced to the kids, to the rest of the kids, it was cheered, and people congratulated him. And that's what that's what it's all about. That's what you know when we accept the the when we accept this uh, this invitation for Jesus Christ to be our Lord and Savior. When we accept this thing. It's it's not a silent it's not a silence and and just oh well I've gotten that done. There's heaven is cheering. You, people are going to rally around you and build you up. For those that have a gap, for those that feel you're in a in a place of uh, desolation or wilderness, uh, guys, I, I pray that you you take the opportunity to close that. You take the opportunity to dive into God deeper. Let Him show you what you're doing in the wilderness, what He's doing to you and doing for you in the wilderness. Because the wilderness is not a happenstance. The wilderness is not just a string of bad luck. The wilderness is 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 for refining and for God to show you exactly where you need to be and what you need to be doing for the kingdom. And it may be a calling. It may be a a a, a more more maybe for you to dive and be more dedicated and devoted to Him and closer to Him. And you're just you know it, this wilderness may in our flesh. The enemy wants us to think the wilderness is God abandoning us, but it's not. You know, when the Egyptians were in the wilderness, God didn't abandon them. He gave them manna. He was more graceful than most than most would have ever been, most humans ever would have been. He gave forgiveness. He gave grace and mercy throughout that whole time of the, of the Israelites being in the wilderness after escaping Egypt. <clears throat> so, guys, I'm going to pray, and then we'll, uh, we'll uh, finish it out. And then uh, we hope just you enjoy the episode. So let's pray. God, I, I thank you for today. I thank you for the blessings and opportunities we get to speak to people that are um, sitting in these high positions in our country, uh, people that are sitting in these high positions in ministry. And I just thank you for the opportunity to hear their faith, hear their stance. And uh, we are thankful and blessed. I pray for those that do not know Christ. I pray that they um, that they feel a tug and they accept that tug and they move to that tug. Um, and God, I just thank you for, for allowing us to be the vessels to hide behind that you've hidden us behind the cross to present your gospel, what you did for us on that cross and that what you did for us to have the opportunity to spend eternity with you. And I pray that if that one person is praying that prayer to accept your, to accept you as the Lord and savior, man, I, I, I'm just, that's a win. That is a win. That is not just a win. That's monumental. God, I pray for those that feel like they're in the wilderness. I pray that they find, they look to you, they dive deeper into you, into your word and through prayer to understand that the wilderness is not there to punish. The wilderness is there to refine and get them closer to you. God, I pray for those people that they can be um, comforted and they can have peace during this time of wilderness. Um, God, I thank you for everybody listening. I thank you for um, the platform we'll get to stand on. I pray for, I, I'm thanking you for Luke and I'm praying for Luke. I know it was an early morning, but God, I just thank you for where he stands and what he does with this ministry and what he does as a friend. 
um, as a brother in Christ. And uh, I just thank you for his family and their time and dedication and all the silliness they get to deal with us uh, throughout our days and throughout the time we uh, hang out together. Um, God, I thank you for my family. I thank you for my wife and my children and the opportunities that they give me time constraint wise to uh, be a part of such a great ministry and a good platform. Um, God, keep us safe today. Uh, keep us safe throughout this weekend. And we just thank you with everything that you've given us, everything that you're doing for us, and everything that you will do for us. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. So, guys, <clears throat> like I said, don't don't forget, everything's archived on Spotify or Google Cast or Apple Podcast for the previous interviews, the previous episodes. Go check it out. Man, we really are uh, moving on up the ladder, Luke. Um, we're almost at 3,000 plays, so we're moving. So Yes, sir. Um, but if you want to contact us uh, for any type of uh, help in your church's men's ministry to help come and help uh, uh, equip, uh, help with curriculum, help with anything, just sit down and talk with leadership and come up with a strategy to create your men's ministry or to hopefully gain and garner steam uh, and momentum on your on your men's ministry in your church. We'd love to come help you. Um, also, if you want us to come speak, come challenge your men, come talk to your men, uh, we'd love to do that as well. And eat your food. And eat your food. We're not, I can't, I can't omit that we're going to eat your food. And eat your food, absolutely. If you have food, we're going to eat it. So, you know, most of the time what happens is if if you call us and you want us to come speak to your men, most of the, most of the time, Luke, whoever's speaking, the other one is eating. out encouraging and eating. Oh, eating. Um, but come check us out at all these events. Um, our booking fee is phenomenal. Our booking fee is phenomenal. Free 99. A big goose egg. You know, I've heard a lot of people say that they love how we say free 99. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day, what do you mean three ninety nine? How do you come up with that? Why don't you just do $4? No. <laughs> free. Yeah, and free, and we go no taxes. That's right, We're like a tax free we'll, weekend. We'll give you a tax break and everything. Absolutely, Joe Biden ain't got to get his cut. <laughs> so, um, but no, if you want to talk to us about any of that, or just you just need a little bit of help, a little bit of counseling, a little bit of encouragement, we'd love to help you. Um, you can email me, uh, Andy at thethriveministry dot com, or Luke at thethriveministry dot com. We'd love to help you in every any and every way possible. You know, I went from having nothing in my inbox. To uh, lots. Man, Luke is graduating. Oh, so, Miss Hannah just emailed me. Let's see what Miss Hannah said. Oh, no, you may want to read it first before you go live on it. Go ahead. You keep talking. So, tonight. but guys, we do appreciate y'all. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening and giving um, us the opportunity to be on your podcast, on your earbuds oh, or your radio. I'll let you read it. You're um, a better reader than I am. Your earbuds every week. Um, just read the first so, paragraph. So, Mr. Tuberville's, uh, Senator Tuberville's um, press secretary sent us an email and it said, thank you both. Fantastic interviews. I can't tell you enough how I appreciate you helping us keep his schedule on track. Um, oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Sweet. So, all right, guys. Well, it has been a true, true blessing to have Senator Tuberville on. And, you know, it's time to... Uh, Go on about the rest of the day and do what? War Eagle and Thrive On.